Hello and welcome to the Legacy Music Hour. My name is Brent Weinbach. I'm Rob F., everybody. And today's topic is puzzle games. All right. Yeah, this was one I had a little bit of trouble with. Oh, really? I uh, was looking through all the puzzle games across the various platforms, and I had... uh, I, I, I chose some titles that didn't quite qualify as puzzle games, mm-hmm. but uh, I went back and uh, looked looked through a few. Of them. It wasn't it wasn't really something I had a lot of familiar familiarity with mm-hmm. as a gamer. Yeah, puzzle games. Yeah, I mean, I played some puzzle games, um, and and still do play some puzzle games, and I obviously look to those first. And but I I listened to a bunch of stuff I had never heard before, uh, a bunch of games I never played before right. as well. And I found some good tracks from both the games I was familiar with and the games I wasn't familiar with. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty proud of the, my choices for today's show, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with the selections I have made as well. Um, well, let's just get right into it, I think. Hey, that sounds good to me. Um, I'm going to start it off on today's show, and I'm going to start it off with a game that I actually found out about through you. Um, I came over one day, and you were playing uh, a Japanese-only release for the Mega Drive Right. Called Puyo Puyo Tsu. Tsu, that's right. Tsu. T S U U, which I guess is also known as Two. Or some, I mean, I've seen it Puyo Puyo Two as well, but I'm going to call it Puyo Puyo Tsu. And uh, I, I came in here and you were playing it, and I thought, this music is good. If we do, When we do a puzzle episode, I'm using this. So I'm going to start the show off with, with this song that okay. I heard when I, when I came in and saw you playing it. Um, the composer on this is Tsuyoshi Matsushima, Matsumisha, and uh, it's funny because his name is Tsu as well. It's T-S-U-Y-O-S-H-I, so Tsuyoshi, uh, Tsuyoshi uh, Matsu- Matsushima. So it's like there's two Tsus in his name, and it's called Puyo Puyo Tsu, so it's a, it's a Tsu-themed track. Alright, uh, this is Area A from Puyo Puyo Tsu, music by Tsuyoshi Matsushima.
Alright, music from Puyo Puyo Tsu. Very poppy. And I know the, the track very well because of the gameplay. Yeah, you were playing it. Yeah. And um, this actually, the beginning of this song just really sounds like, this part right here sounds like Madonna's Open Your Heart, I feel like. I don't know. Kind of. I mean, it kind of sounds like a mix between Open Your Heart and Borderline, sort of. Big Madonna head. Not so. Even though there's that poster right behind you, I'm not. Uh, I'm not much of a Madonna. What's head. that poster doing behind me? I, I got it for a few bucks at a thrift store. It looks cool. I'm gonna frame it. It's from 1985. The like a version tour. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this music goes along with the poster, kind of. That game is very entertaining, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's got good replay value too. Mm-hmm. I, I, even though I have no idea what's going on, right? I kind of get the the gist of what what to do. Yeah. I'm going to play a track from Tetris Attack. Oh, that's my that's my next track too. Oops, sorry, that's my mistake. Wait, oh, that's your oh, thing. That it's yours, yours phone. Okay. Sorry about that. Let me put that on the old silent. Um, we played. Well, you played a track from Tetris Attack in the past. And uh, I no, that's actually my next track lined up is a oh. Tetris Attack track. But yeah, go. Yeah, it has a good soundtrack, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I have two tracks. Uh-huh. I, I, I I'm going to present, but yeah. the first one I'm going to present is the Forest Stage. Uh huh. Okay. Um, for, this is of course for Super Nintendo. Yeah. 1996 uh, composer is Masaya Kuzume. Yeah, and originally, actually, this game um, was a in Japan. It's called Panel de, de Pan. Panel and, de Pan. Yeah, and they they revamped the game and made it Yoshi themed uh, for the, for the the North American release. But originally, wasn't Yoshi themed. It was it, in in fact all all the characters in the North American version are from Yoshi's Island, Super, Super Mario World Two. Okay, but uh, it, it wasn't like that originally in the Japanese version. Um, and the soundtrack is slightly different for the two versions, but they're, for the most part, the same. Well, without um, further ado, for stage, Tetris Attack, composer Masaya Kuzume. Stage Tetris Attack. 
You know what? It, it reminds me of a cranberry song. Hmm. Okay. Could be about. Uh, it's very nineties esque. It's um, also just uh, another note about this game is that even though it's called Tetris Attack, they just put the name Tetris on it to make it sell better in North America. But, nothing, but it has nothing to do with Tetris at all. The gameplay has nothing to do with Tetris. I'm, I'm looking at a screenshot, and it maybe looks like the, the 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 gameplay board similar to Tetris, but it has nothing to do with it. Well, I mean, the only thing that's similar is that things are dropping, you know, from from the top, and they're falling down, and you you know you want to place them correctly. But aside from that, it's different, totally different mechanics and stuff. Um, but this game is crazy. I mean, it gets really intense. Oh yeah. If you play verses on it. Um, there's a couple of uh, friends, uh, fr- a couple of friends of mine and I, we play this game and it gets really intense. And if you play versus, cause you can, um, you know, the better you do, the more difficult you make it for the other player. Right. And it just, it's, it's a, it's a pretty intense game. Pretty fun though. Pretty fun game. Um, yeah, it gets, it gets really crazy. I just can't express how much, how crazy it gets. But, um, anyway, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm actually going to play a Tetris attack track as well okay um this is the lunar stage from tetris attack music composed by messiah kuzume Attack composer Masaya Kuzume. This is Lunar Stage. That's very new, new age. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess because it's relate, it's kind of a nighttime scene. So maybe, it, and it's it's there's a big moon in there too. So I love how the when the harp gets down. Right. Um. It's um. Yeah, this is a. The crazy thing about this game is it's all about getting these chains, um, these chain combos. And, you know, there's some crazy Tetris attack players that can do these chains that last forever, and it's just really crazy. I mean, it's. I mean, if you get into this game deeply, it's just really crazy. I know I've said that a ton of times already at this point, but. Sure. um, It's really. It's worth a spin. There's a story mode I'm looking at. Yeah, yeah, there's a story mode as well. But that's really the real... The craziness of this game really happens when you're playing Versus with somebody because you really just... There's all kinds of crazy moves you discover and just... When you start to understand the game, it's just... There's so much... There's so many weird moves you can do and stuff. It's just... It's it's really intense. There's actually a, a neat shrine to this game online that you can look at and people have high scores and different moves that they've named and 
discovered and stuff, and all that stuff is kind of listed on there. If you probably type into Google Tetris Attack Shrine, you can probably find that. But anyway, um, yeah. I'm reading it's 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 getting positive. Well, it's gotten positive reviews. Yeah, sure. From the gaming community. I think um, on Game Boy Advance or something like that, they revamped the game as a Pokemon game, and uh, oh, it's the right? same. Yeah, it's the same thing, but I, th- I think so. Yeah. Okay. I'm going. You know what? Since we're on this, since we're on a Tris theme, mm. Tetris, mm-hmm. I'm going to play a track from Hatris. Okay. Yeah, I listened to this. Yeah, I had one. I had one uh, picked out, but it was it's more it's a run that's a more of an alternative track for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would like to play. I'm not sure. I, I've never played right. the game. Yeah. And I'm not even sure who the the composer is. I can find one. Um, yeah, I didn't get that, but I think this game was developed by the same person who developed the original Tetris. Though it says it on the box. Yeah. New from the creator of Tetris. Right. So Alexey. Uh, Alexey. Uh, Pajitnov. Okay. You do a better Russian accent than I do. Yeah. No. I, I, yeah. That was fine. That was fine. Uh, so here's a track from Hattress for the NES. for the NES and I was telling you there's that ringing yeah in that track and I I, I thought it wasn't part of it too I thought maybe it was I thought that was a it. file yeah right me too I, I thought and that's why I actually had I had a track picked out from this game but it was an alternate track because I because of that the ringing is on all the tracks on the game but looking at some gameplay videos I mean looks that, like that ringing is there it was very annoying but um, I thought it was interesting that this is a if this is a guy that did the 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 original Tetris, this is not a very classical music sounding track at all. And from oh, what, from what I remember, the oh, I don't think it was the same composer as Tetris. Oh, you think it's someone different? They brought in somebody different. Well, I mean, I'm, actually, I'm going to talk about Tetris in a little bit because my next my next selection is from Tetris. Um, but yeah, it's a, I'm, this is a different composer as the Tetris for Nintendo. Well, I'll talk about the Tetris music in a bit. Yeah. By the way, you know what happens when you beat this game? No. I saw it on. I just what? saw the YouTube video. What? What, what do you? What do you do? They spell out the words "great game," and then the two the two little guys that have been tossing hats on you they start chasing each other. <laughs> it's a really odd game. Yes. It's you know there's these heads, and then you're there's these sort of small little guys that are dropping hats onto these heads, and you just have to kind of match up the hats and stuff. Hey, there have been more weird-looking games, in my experience. Really? Yes. I don't know. That one's pretty weird. 
Um, okay, well, we're on the subject of composers of Tetris and Tetris-related stuff, right? Yes. So uh, I'm going to play something from Tetris, the Nintendo version. Of course, for Nintendo, there was a Tengen version that was released, but that wasn't licensed by Nintendo. Um, and um, so there was two versions of Tetris, you know. Now, the Nintendo version, the composer for the original music of the game is Hirokazu Tanaka, who did the music to... Uh, Metroid and Kid Icarus, and we're going to sure. be doing a, a composer focus on him in a little bit, uh, in, in an episode or two. And um, the other music in the game is classical music. I mean, some of it's from the Nutcracker right. or whatever, Tchaikovsky, you know, and uh, the Game, game Boy version uses other music, and that's from, from uh, classical music as well. But all the original music was done by Hirokazu Tanaka for both the Game Boy version and the Nintendo version. Um, and then the Tengen version for Nintendo was done by, I think, a Western composer. Um, and I actually didn't even look at the music for that. I wasn't familiar with that game. But um, And as far as Hatchers goes, Hirogazu Tanaka did not work on that game. So anyway. Good um, to know. Very good to know. Um, so uh, Tetris, I played this game a lot. The Nintendo version, um, you know, definitely was, uh, I played this when I was younger. played this a lot. Now, as yeah, an adult, this day. I've, I've got it and, on the original Game Boy. Yeah. And uh, the track I'm going to play is music number three. You know, you can pick three different songs to play to. This is the third one. And this one's the more sort of sp- spacey sounding sounding track, more space age sounding track. Well, the, in the US version, there were only three tracks available, right? Yeah. And the other two, they were, they were known classical no, pieces. No, one, one of them is. The first one is. The first one is from Nutcracker's The Nutcracker Suite by right. Tchaikovsky. Right. And then uh the second one is an original, but it sounds it sounds Russian. Oh, okay. And uh I'll probably play that on the Hirokazu Tanaka episode. Um and then the third one sounds more sort of spacey sounding kind of which I guess kind of that's sort of Russian culture right there, I guess, right? You have you know, classical music and ballet or whatever with the first track, then you have sort of Russian folk kind of sound of Russian folky kind of sound for the second track. And then for the third one you can play with, it's sort of a, you know, space thing, which is kind of a, has a spacey sound to it or technology, technological sound to it. That's, and that's, that's kind of, you know, that's sort of what Russia is known for in a way, you know, Soviet union. Right, right. Sure. So anyway, this is music composed by Hiro Tanaka, otherwise known as hip Tanaka, otherwise known as Hirokazu Tanaka, from the t- Nintendo version of Tetris, this is Music 3. Thank you. 
music from Tetris, the Nintendo version. Composer Hirokazu Tanaka. This is music three. And uh, this has a really interesting rhythm to it, I think. You can hear it in the bass line, you know. It's just an interesting rhythm. I mean, I, I, it's hard to hear what time signature it is. But I think it's 3-4. But it's but it's hard to hear because it's it's got a weird rhythm to it. Then it goes, then it changes here the rhythm. Anyway, maybe it's not three four. Maybe just it's two three one two three one two three. I don't know. It's got a weird weird meter to it. Yeah. Can you hear that? And then and then it then it then it goes more. It becomes more on beat here. One two, dun, 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 dun. one two three two two three. That that becomes more obvious that it's a three four. But then here it's just kind of weird. Do you prefer this track to the other two Tetris tracks? I used to. Usually I would play with the second track, Music Two. Yeah. But I'm gonna just. I mean, I don't know if you picked anything out from this game. It was always the set that second one for me. Oh, you you did have that picked out. Yeah. Oh, you did. You're, so you're gonna play it on the show. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, no, I didn't have picked. No, I mean that's the one I picked when I played. Oh, oh yeah, me too. I play, picked the more sort of folky sounding one. Yeah. Um, which I'm gonna play on the Hirokazu Tanaka episode that sure. we do. But um, uh, yeah, I, I generally played with that one. But then if I wanted to change it up a little bit, I played with this one. I never played with it. I mean, I heard it a couple. I'm, I, well, I, this, this to me, this makes me think like a brain. You know, it makes me think it's kind of mathy in a way. I don't know. For some reason, it makes me think of. I don't know. It makes me think I can be smart. I, I could I could make smarter moves with this kind of music. With this kind of music. Yeah, it, yeah. it almost... I feel like it would put me in a trance. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, yeah. And by the way, you know, there's been studies that have been uh, done uh, on the, the effects of playing Tetris. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to increase brain activity. It's supposed to be really good for your brain. Hmm. I went to a uh, Tetris champion, world championship last year. To, to witness or to participate? Witness, witness. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, I'm, I'm I'm not good enough to participate. And it was pretty cool. You know, it was pretty intense and it was it was pretty fun. And these guys were just really hardcore players. I mean, they're just amazing. Yeah, they're some crazy players. You know, you can see them on the internet too. But um, yeah, and they used they used the Nintendo version to compete with, and um, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Here's a thing actually to, to know about if you are a Tetris player. Um, using flat screen TVs is not helpful because the there's a delay or something like that and if you're playing at really high speeds it's better to play with a, a tube screen tube, tube screen meaning a regular TV a, a, a yeah. regular CRT why is that just something about that there's a some kind of weird delay or something like that on on flat screen TVs that you're not gonna be able to your hand-eye coordination is not going to be as as up to par if, if it's if you're playing with a flat screen TV is what I've heard from from these Tetris fanatics that you're going to get better reactions and stuff like that or it's it's going to be easier to play with a tube screen it's be more it's going to be closer to what you it's there's some sort of delay basically involved yeah. okay okay yeah. all right I am going to move on to Yoshi, mm -hmm. which um, was known in America as Yoshi, but it was released as Yoshi's Egg. Oh, yeah? Originally on the NES. Yoshi's Egg, huh? Yoshi's Egg. Huh. 
And this is a title I have become familiar with on the Wii. Okay. I downloaded, I was looking for a good puzzle game a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. And um, I like it. Okay. I really like it. So I'd like to play a track uh, from Yoshi's Egg, otherwise known as Yoshi in America. Uh, I don't have a composer for it, but it's for the NES. And here it is. Yoshi's Egg. It's a quick little track. Sure. I like this one because it reminds me of a parade. And then this part right here is almost like a like a little mini parade following the big mm, parade. Mm. It's, got, it's, it's the parade parading off into the distance. Could be that, yeah. Mm. It, it, it's, 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 this sounds so so cartoony to me. Mm-hmm, right. Yeah. I haven't played this game before. Is this kind of a cartoony game? It... Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's got to be a cartoony. I mean, it's it is. starring Yoshi, right? I'm I'm reading this uh, that this was the first I read that it got negative reviews. Oh, did it? Because it, people say they weren't into. I thought it. I think it's. I still play it, mm -hmm. and it's it's two. You can do two player head to head. Oh yeah, yeah. I like so. those kind of puzzle games. Yeah. Um. Okay. So up next, I was gonna play something from Columns. You know. Right. But I decided, you know, I want to I want to get to some other tracks because I feel like uh, we're going to do an episode in the future that I think uh, will fit co columns will be a good fit for anyway. So I'll just save my columns track for for a, a later episode that I that I'll know it'll be good for, and I'll, so I can just get to some other games that won't that I'm not sure where I could place those in, in future categories. So I'm going to move on actually to Wario's Woods. Wise choice and. Um, you know, there was a Nintendo version and a Super Nintendo version. Um, this is from the Nintendo version. Different soundtrack, too, by the way. Um, and this is music composed by Soyo Oka, who did the music to SimCity. Uh, and she also did the music to Mario, Super Mario Kart, uh, among other things. Um, and also Shinobu Amayaki. So it's the two of them together uh, working on Wario's Woods for the Nintendo. And uh, this is a track from that game, Wario's Woods, Soyo Oka and Shinobu Amayaki. Music from Wario's Woods, 
composer Soyo Oka and Shinobu Amayaki. I like this part of it a lot right here. Um, yeah, this is. A, I think this is a neat track. Yeah. Do you hear that bass? Yeah. Do you, have you ever played a game called Moon Patrol on the Atari Twenty Six Hundred? Yeah. It reminds me a lot of the. Oh really? The, the playing song to, hmm. to that. I like this part right here. It's kind of jazzy. This part right here, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like that that part there, but also like leading up to it, it has this jazzy sound to it too. But um, yeah, this is a good track, I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, very nice. Um, they use this actually. They do use this track in the Super Nintendo version of Warriors Woods, but I like the the Nintendo version more. You, you play this game? No, I never played this one though. Interesting. Um, interesting. So yeah, the baseline sounds like uh, Moon Patrol though. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's almost identical. Oh yeah, yeah. Huh. Oh, a different. Maybe a different. I don't one. remember. I don't remember the music. The Moon Patrol. Nice, 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 nice. I am going to play a Genesis track. Okay. Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Mm-hmm, yeah. And uh, this is... Uh, the composers for this game are David Javalosa. Ainosuke Nagao and Masanobu Tsukamoto. Hmm, sounds like a uh, Western Japanese collaboration. Uh, I mean, yeah, that first name, yeah. Right, right, right David Javalosa. Yeah. And was... this track, uh, this is the staff roll. Okay. I like staff rolls. Right. And uh, this one is for Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, Sega Genesis.
Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Staffel. That's a cool track. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. And this was, they, they're calling this a Puyo Puyo release. Hmm. This was, um, it's it's not it's not the the same game as Puyo Puyo, but when you look at the gameplay, it's 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 the same the same point. The the, oh, the object is. I the wonder same. if it was a situation where they to just make it sell better, they Sonic themed it or whatever. Oh, like Tetris Attack. Tetris Attack. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah, but on the Wikipedia page, it's, it's saying it's the it's the first Western Puyo Puyo release. Maybe Puyo Puyo is a style of game. I don't know. Huh. But. Uh, a great, a great, a great track, I think, for yeah. to to close out uh, the game, mm-hmm. the Mean Bean Machine. I'm gonna go back to another Nintendo track um, for a game called Fire and Ice, and this is actually Solomon's Key Part Two, hmm. um, but known. Uh, in North America as Fire and Ice. The composer on this is Ryuchi Nita, also known as Kajiya Shidamachi. What Amachi? <laughs> Shidamachi. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, um, yeah, this is, uh, this is some of the gameplay music from Fire and Ice. And... Um, this is uh, this music really reminds me of when I first listened to the music. I thought this was Hirokazu Ando who did the music to uh, Kirby's Adventure, but this is a Tecmo game. It's not a Howl game, and that Hirokazu Ando was a Howl composer. Okay, um, but this is a Tecmo game, and um, it's and it's not it's not Hirokazu Ando, but it sounds very similar though. I it actually you go, you know, listeners feel free to listen to the. There's, I, in the romance episode, we played. Uh, I, I played a track from Kirby's Adventure, and um, well, a, a lot of the tracks from Kirby's Adventure actually kind of sound like the soundtrack to Fire and Ice. So listen for those similarities if you um, remember that the music from Kirby's Adventure. This is music from Fire and Ice, music composed by Ryuchi Nita, otherwise known as Kajia Shidamachi. Music from Fire and Ice, composer Kajiya Shidamachi or Ryuchi Nita. Went by both names, I guess. Two names. Yeah. 
I mean, one of them's an alias. All right. But it's not an alias in the sense of, you know, James Banana or something like that. It's sure. Just, I don't know. It's an alias. It's like a real alias. It's not an obvious alias, that is. Maybe she's in uh, witness protection. <laughs> right. Um, I really like this the bass here, if you can hear the bass. What's cool about that is that it's the 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 mel the bass actually the bass the thing that's usually used as the bass that's actually up higher and then the melody voice is actually a lot lower that's taking the place of the bass so you hear that bump 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 that's what's kind of neat about that I think yeah anyway very nice. Fire nice. Okay. I don't know if you can hear it, but there's that's an ice cream truck's mm-hmm. outside playing video game music from the truck. Right. Just in case anyone thinks we're playing ice cream truck tracks, we're not. Have you ever heard that in a video game? The ice cream truck. Um, maybe there was a game. I mean, I think it was a, a later game, beyond the 16-bit era, where I think you can play as a like a clown in an ice cream truck or something like that. Oh, it's really? some sort of it's a car game of some sort, okay. and I think you can actually sound off a, uh, a you know, a, a, the kind of music from a truck. Sure. Ice cream truck music. Okay. I am going to play a track from Puyo Puyo for the Mega Drive, Sega Mega Drive. Mm-hmm. And the composers for this, only two composers. Uh, Ainosuke Nagao and Masanobu Tsukamoto, which and these these two actually composed um, Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Oh, okay. Minus David Javalosa. Right. So, Javalosa. Javalosa. No, I don't know. I don't know. It could <laughs> be, or uh, the, the Nordic was the Swedish way. Javalosa. Javalosa. Yeah. This track is called. <laughs> this track is called Ice Cream Truck. <laughs> We've been starting to record earlier in the day. Yeah. So there's more action happening outside when we record now. This track is called Memories for the Mega Drive Puyo Puyo. Yeah, when you mentioned the composers were the same as the composers for Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Yes. And and then that you said that that was the first Puyo Puyo game to be released right. in North America. 
it made me think, oh, wait a second. I bet this, I bet this is actually the same game and, or, and, or something. So anyway, I looked into it and from what I'm reading, it's that, the, yeah, the Puyo Puyo was released in North America as Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Mean Bean Machine. And that's why they have the same composers. Right. And, and I guess maybe David, uh, what is his name again? Uh, David Jalish. Jab- I was going to say Jalico. David, David Jalico. Halika. 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 No, Havalosa, whatever. Yeah, yeah. J- Javalosa. He mu- he might have must have done the done any kind of modify any other original music for it, right? And that the and you know and that that the same music was used for Puyo Puyo. So Puyo Puyo, not a style, but it's just just, it's the, same it's just game. the game. But they just revamped it w- with Sonic the Hedgehog theme for I the United States. I think I mean from what I from what I'm able to gather at least. That's uh, that's the, the marketing. Yeah, the way it is. So, yeah, that's that. This is... Have you ever played Golden Axe? Yeah, sure. This reminds me of Golden Axe. Yeah, X I can see that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I can see that. It's got that feel, feel to it. I love Golden Axe. That was... I love playing that in the arcade. That was such a fun game to play with friends in the arcade. Never played in the arcade. Oh, yeah. Genesis. Yeah, yeah. I played it on Genesis also. I have it actually on Genesis. Okay. Um, But in the arcade, it was super fun. Super fun to play that with, with friends and stuff. Puyo, Puyo. A couple lyrics there for you. Um, so uh, next up, I'm going to play something from a, a Genesis game as well. This is the Genesis version of The Lost Vikings. So this was a, originally a computer game. Right. And ported to the Genesis, ported to all the systems. And this is the Genesis version. And this is a track called Home. Uh, the composers on this are Matt Furness who we heard from, I think, the last episode we did, and Sean Hollingworth. And this is music from The Lost Vikings, the Genesis version. Vikings. Music by Matt Furness and Sean Hollingworth for the Genesis. Uh, there's a, it looks like there's a different composer for the Super Nintendo version. Probably, yeah. I'm noticing more and more that the soundtracks are completely different for the different systems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a nice upbeat feel. No, yeah. non, Non-Viking. I don't think Viking at all when I hear this. Yeah, upbeat, definitely. Upbeat, but upbeat, yeah. Well, you know the, the 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 story behind this game is that it's these Vikings trapped and lost in time, or they going tra- traveling to different time periods and stuff. So, you know. But I don't know. Then again, this track is called "Home," so it's sort of like this is what Viking music sounds like in this world. 
I guess. I mean, if they're home, I don't know. I played this game a little bit on computer. Any good? Um, I mean, it's yeah, it's cool. It's a puzzle game. I mean, it's <laughs> it's um, yeah. I mean, it's it's cool. I mean, yeah, you, the Vikings, the you have three Vikings, and they all do different. Um, they all do have different abilities, and so you have to figure out how to get through the the level using their abilities, basically. There's inner level dialogue between the characters. Is that right? I I don't know. I mean. I don't know. They're, I'm reading the, the, the Wikipedia page and yeah. they're just mentioning some of the quotes that the Vikings have. Oh, yeah. Okay, but I get his boots. Mm, okay, yeah. Okay. I'm going to be playing a track from Columns for the Genesis. Oh, so you are going to play a Columns track. I am going to play a Columns okay, track. Okay, yeah, yeah. But uh, there's uh, there was... Maybe one or two that I think are better for another episode. Yeah. But this one I'd like to play right now. And this one, you know, when I was growing up, everyone was saying that this one, this was the the answer to Tetris. Right. On on the Genesis. Why, I wonder why Tetris never came out on the Genesis. Yeah, I, yeah maybe they had some sort of exclusivity thing. That's just, uh, well, yeah. I guess, uh, I mean, it was on so many other platforms, on computers. And, right, right, right. I mean, well, there's so many different versions of Tetris, right? Why wasn't there a version made for Genesis, even if it was not even, you know, licensed by Nintendo, you know, or whatever? I mean, Tengen had, there was, I mean, there was actually two versions that came out on Nintendo that one of them not being, you know, licensed by Nintendo. So why wouldn't they do that for Genesis? Yeah, definitely. Did you have a composer, by the way, for Columns? Um, when you were going through Tetris, I, I, I couldn't find it. Um, wait, I think I, yeah, I do. Yeah, uh, Tokohiko Uwabo, who was the he did. A lot. He was kind of like the lead composer at Sega. He did Alex Kidd in Miracle World. He did Super Monaco GP. He did Fantasy Star 1 and 2. He did a lot of them. Okay. And okay. Yeah. Tokuhiko Owabo. Tokuhiko Owabo. And this track is called Atro, Atropo or Atropos. Atropo for the Sega Genesis. Atropos for the Sega Genesis columns. 
I wonder if it's at atropos. 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 But maybe that's, that's what I'm like thinking. It. That's what I'm thinking. Then atropo. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah, because right. I think it's kind of like a some sort of you know Roman thing or something. Not Roman or maybe Greek. Yeah, Greek. 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 Greek you know, Greek. Atropos. Sounds Greek. Uh, the god, the god of the columns, <laughs> god of Genesis, Sega god. Se- um, yeah, this is very, very classical. Sure, sounding. Sure, sure, sure. This whole soundtrack actually very classical sounding. I like how the Genesis hardware handles that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, my actually, I mean, that sounded very classical. Um, a lot of our other earlier selections were sounding just kind of very video gamey. That sounded very classical, and so I'm going to do something that sounds more genre like. And my next track is going to be more on the jazzy side. Okay. This is from a game called Zoop, and uh, this was released for a bunch of all the consoles, also different versions for all the consoles. Um, I think it, this was originally a computer game as well. Um, the music, uh, so yeah, the composers on this are Brian Schmidt. Bob Skumasi and Mark Davis. And the track we're going to hear is called Uptown Meeting. This is music from Zoop, the Super Nintendo version. Super Nintendo. Composers Brian Schmidt, Bob Skumasi, and Mark Davis. Does that sound bluesy to you at all? Totally. It's a, it is. It's a blues. It is a blues. Got the Zoop blues. Zoop blues. My baby left me for the Zoop. It's no, no. This is a total blues progression. And Uptown Meeting is the name of the track. Kind of a fun, fun track. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of an upbeat blues. Sometimes blues is kind of down, you know. Sure. This is more of a happy blues. I feel like it's an uptown. Only, only good things could be happening uptown. Right. Uptown girl. Right. 
What's Zoop all about, anyway? Uh, it's I, like you've ask. got... I don't know. It's a puzzle. I mean, obviously, it's a puzzle game. It's the theme of the show, but it's... You kind of have to just... I don't know. It's weird. There's You're in the middle of something, and there's four... There's these things that come from all four directions, up, down, and left, and right, and you have to kind of match up the colors and stuff, and I don't know. I think I played it on a computer, actually, oh. a little bit, but it, it's like matching up colors and stuff, and basically, it's you just start zooping. <laughs> you Do just zoop. The game, zoop is about zooping. You Stri- just zooping. Doing the zoop. Strictly zooping. Strictly zoop. Have you ever been in the mood to zoop? You should play this game. Do the zoop. Next time I get in that zoop mood. Yeah. Hey Brent, you know what? Zoop you, man. Zoop you too. That's a positive. Th- that's a positive thing. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I am going to play a track from Clax. Mm-hmm, yeah. For the NES. Okay, NES version. Yeah, you know, I remember. I remember this sleepover I had and uh, it was a bunch of, it was a birthday party and they had, it was, my friend had a TurboGrafx-16 and had clacks for TurboGrafx-16. Okay. And I remember that game being really funny because of the sound effects. There were really funny sound effects in that game. Like, sound effects like, ah, like you hear (laughs) this weird sound effects like that, you know, or just like stuff like that. Oh, stuff like that. It was really it was funny. We always thought that game was really funny because of the sound effects. I couldn't. I was actually wanted to find the soundtrack for the uh, TurboGrafx-16 version, but I couldn't find it though. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. This, this, uh, tra- the the title's composer is Brad Fuller, mm-hmm. and the track I'm going to play, I think, is gameplay music, and I don't know if it really has a title. I saw the, a YouTube video that had a title. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that's the official title mm-hmm. or if that's just what the guy called it or if he has some inside knowledge. Mm-hmm. So just to play it safe, I'll say this is just a track from Clax. Okay. And uh, I'll tell you the name of the YouTube video after. But um, this this track, it, it sounds very industrial to me. It almost could be a, a Tool song. Mm. You know the band Tool? Mm-hmm. Um, so here it is, a yeah. track from Clax for the NES. <laughs> <laughs> There's your hua. Right, right. It's funny, but it, it actually was different in the TurboGrafx-16 version because it actually, this is part of the soundtrack, but it was part of the, the sound effects in the game. You would hear like, oh, and stuff like that. But it's funny that there's that sampled voice in there. Of, yeah. Ah. So this is this is a track. This It's very, 
industrial, very heavy. Definitely, definitely sounds industrial, yeah. And it's, I'm digging it. I like it a lot. Yeah, you know what's funny is that this, uh, well, not funny, but I, I re- remember the name Brad Fuller when you said Brad Fuller, and I was thinking, wait, is that the uh, composer of Tetris for Tengen? And it is. This is the Tengen game. Or this right. this version of Clax, at least, was done by Tengen. And uh, Brad Fuller, he also did the Tengen version of Tetris, which is the unlicensed version. Tengen also did the Gauntlet. I don't know if you remember those, those cartridges for Nintendo that were black, and they were kind of shaped differently. Those those are Tengen games. Oh yeah, that's right. The Gauntlet was one, and then they had a t- version of Tetris, you know, and Clax too, I guess. Tengen also did uh, Pit Fighter. Did no, I don't think for so. For the Genesis, for the Genesis. Did they? Yeah, I don't think so. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Okay, I yeah. know that. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's good. good I'm glad you got that that last uh, right before it faded out. <laughs> Ah, it's funny. You, I mean, I wish you could. I wish I could somehow share the sound effects from the the TurboGrafx-16 version. It's really funny, though. We always thought it was funny. Oh, oh one more thing. Um, on the YouTube video, they're they're saying the the title of the track is "Giganticus Breathalyzer," mm, okay, which might be this guy's way of identifying it. It might be a real track name. I don't know. Right. Okay. Take that with a grain of salt. Um, up next, I'm going to play something from Columns 3, Revenge of Columns. And this is music composed by Morihiko Akiyama. Um, the track we're going to hear is called Column Dive. This is Columns 3, Revenge of the Columns for the Sega Genesis. Music from Columns 3, Revenge of Columns, composer Morihiku Akiyama. This is Column Dive. I'm digging this. Yeah, it's very, it's kind of smooth. It's got almost a smooth jazz kind this of is situation. A, a slick track, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like this one. It's, it's got this kind of a smooth jazz kind of, um, I don't know, trip hop feel to it. I don't know. Something, yeah, kind <laughs> of, yeah. But um, yeah, Columns Three has some good jams on it. I like I like how they call it Revenge of Columns. Yeah, yeah. As if as if you thought it was was gone. Yeah. Thought it was dead. Well, Back as if vengeance. as if the columns have a mind of their own. Yeah. yeah. You know. I would like to return 
to Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Okay. And I would like to play the two-player versus music. That's the title of this song. Mm-hmm. And uh, the composers, Ainosuke Nagao and Masanobu Tsukamoto and David Havalosa. Two-player versus music for Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, two-player versus. Mm-hmm. Who's ready to bean it up? That's all I got to say. Yeah, this is a pretty um, heavy track in a way, you know? If, if, I mean, if, not heavy as in dark, but just, you know, heavy as in heavy, like heavy metal kind of. Could be a um, track for a flying shooter. Hmm. Maybe like this part right here, this is just like a metal solo. I like that a lot. Especially this part right here. Listen to the drums, you know? That's some metal drums right there. Right there, those are the metal drums. I'm going to try to get this again. It's a great soundtrack. I'm going to play something from Tetris 2 for the Nintendo. Revenge of the Tetris. <laughs> revenge of just Revenge of Tetris. Because that's what it said on the other one is columns three, Revenge of Columns, not uh, the columns. Okay. Revenge of Columns. Right. So Tetris two, Revenge of Tetris. Okay. No, but it's not. It's called Tetris two. It's just called Tetris two, and we call it Revenge of Tetris. Um, but um, this is uh, one of the tracks from Tetris two for the Nintendo Entertainment System.
music from Tetris 2 for the Nintendo Entertainment System. This is a, quite a, an, a, an emotional piece, actually, I feel like. Well, it's Return of Tetris. It's, there's something really emotional, I think, about this piece. Just the way that... The way the... I don't know, the way the melody... The way it's just structured. There's something kind of moving about it, I feel like. There's something somber about it. Okay, I can definitely see that. I can hear it. Something, I don't know. I think there's something compelling about this piece. Did you play Tetris 2? Never played it. How do you improve upon it, or what, what, what's more? What, what more well, can you? Well, you know, there's a two-player. You could do, do two-player verses two on player it. Versus. But yeah. I don't know. I, I looked at some videos of it. It didn't look that good, actually. I didn't. I never played it. I mean, the way to do two-player verses on Tetris for part one is you just try to beat each other's high score. That's it. Well, no, that's that's my way of playing versus. Oh, you know oh right, I mean? right, right, right. You know, you just take turns. Sure. Yeah. Would you like a tissue? <laughs> I'll be, I'll be all right. <laughs> I'll be all right, Robbie. <laughs> Not te Tetris. <laughs> It's a moving piece. I am going to play a TurboGrafx-16 title. Mm -hmm. Boxy Boy mm. is the title. And I don't have a title for this track. Right. But uh, here's a track from Boxy Boy, TurboGrafx-16. <laughs> Boxy Boy. It's got a very carnival, yeah, carnival yeah, feel, circus feel, yeah. Step right up, step right up. Play your Boxy Boy. Put your hands in my pants, win a prize. I I read that this is um, supposed to be a horrible game. Oh really? Yes, but um, I don't know. I'd have to play it myself, I think. Mm -hmm. But uh, a little uh, carnival, circus feel for you there. Yeah, sure. I'm going to play something from Lemmings. Of course, this game um, was ported to... It was originally a computer game that was ported to... I remember to, this, yeah. It was ported to all the, the consoles. And this is from the Super Nintendo version. 
composer on this is Tomomi Hatakiyama. And the track we're going to hear is called Intermission from the Super Nintendo version of Lemmings. Music from Lemmings for the Super Nintendo. Nice. Music composers Brian Schmidt, Bob Skumasi, and Mark... No, whoops, that was... That's not it. No, composers Tomomi Hatakiyama. For some reason I started re- reading the Zoop composers wow. again. Can't get zoop out of my mind. You feel like zooping. If you feel like zooping, you can't get it out. Just Once you zoop, you don't go back. Once you go zoop, you don't go. You don't go. You don't go. Can't recoup. Can't recoup. Once you go zoop, you can't recoup. It's good. If you learn anything from our episode, for this episode, it's once you go zoop, you can't recoup. I like that. No, but uh, Tomomi Hatekiyama. Intermission from Lemmings for the Super Nintendo. Okay, I'm going to close out my set mm-hmm. with one more track from Tetris Attack. Okay. Composer Masaya Kuzume. This is the track to credits. Okay. Super Nintendo, 1996. Composer Masaya Kuzume.
So long, Tetris Attack. <laughs> oh no, they'll, they'll they'll be back. Tetris Attack Revenge. Yeah, or, Tetris or, Attack Two. Revenge of the Attack. Revenge of Tetris Attack. Um, I, I love I love this this track. So so peaceful, so oh, calm. Okay, yeah. <sighs> Take a deep breath, Brent. This is kind of some some spa action, sort of. Sure. Um, yeah, I, there's some Tetris Attack songs I will be playing in the future. Okay. Future episodes. So, this isn't the last we've seen of Tetris Attack. I love this. This is great. Hold my hand, Brent. Well, I'm going to go hold Rob's hand <laughs> in private. I won't do it to you guys on our show, but I'm, I got to go tend to tend to Rob's hand right now. So that's pretty much the end of our show. Okay. It's a good one. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Um, there was, um, yeah, we got uh, a good little mix of, uh, of all, of all the systems. Yeah. And yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, um, well, I guess we didn't play any Sega master system stuff, but whatever. Um, but yeah, that's our puzzle show. Our next show for next week is a composer focus on Hirokazu Tanaka, and it's going to be a neat episode, so make sure to check that out. Definitely tune in. And um, if you would like to see the full track listings uh, of, of our episodes, you can go to LegacyMusicHour.com and find out that information. Email us, LegacyMusicHour.gmail.com if you got any uh, questions, comments. Call us, text us, 281-SONIC-91. And... Um, we're going to close out the show with a game called Puzzle for the Nintendo, which seems fitting for our puzzle episode to close the show out with a game called Puzzle. I see what you're doing there. Yeah. And for such a low-key game, I mean, this isn't really... It's, it's, it's I mean, it seems like a, a cheap game almost, but for such a low-key game, I'm surprised actually at how good the song is that's used during the gameplay for it. So that's the music we're going to hear is the gameplay uh, music from Puzzle for the Nintendo Entertainment System. And uh, that, that's what we'll leave you with. My name is Brent Weinbach. I'm Rob F. Thank you for listening.